Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA. Snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today our very special guest is American lawyer, author, and professor emeritus, Alan Dershowitz. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall and Mondo De La Vega. And now, live from Gray Street at Morningside, USA, here's your host, Pastor Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, and welcome, everyone, to Gray yes. Street. Hi there. And a very, very special program today. It is. This is a program that I waited 32 years to do. That's right. And I am thrilled to have America's lawyer. Amen. <laughs> He's America's right. lawyer. Yeah. And Alan Dershowitz is here. Woo! One of the most highly celebrated uh, lawyers in the world. Right. And uh, he's known for writing his great books. He has his new book out. Yes. Which you've you got to read it. You, you have to. It if you don't. It's called Get Trump and uh, the Threat to Civil Liberties, Due Process, and Our Constitutional Rule of Law. We'll be talking about that book as well today. So in 1991, he successfully won the appeal to reduce my 45-year prison sentence. Mm, wow. And uh, Alan retired from teaching at Harvard Law School in 2013 after 50 years there. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Professor, it is a wonderful opportunity to have you on my program today, and I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here. After 32 years, what I wanted to say, and I never could figure out how to say thank you. Yeah. I always say two Jewish people saved me from prison, Jesus and Alan Dershowitz. Yes. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> And it was my honor and pleasure uh, to seek and do justice. You know, the Bible says, Sedek, Sedek, Terdof, justice, justice, must you pursue? And we pursue justice in that case because your conviction and sentence were outrageous injustices. You have never had any intention of doing anything wrong to anybody. And they improperly convicted you. And then this biased judge, imposed this long sentence based on religious discrimination. And ultimately, the court, the Court of Appeals, recognized the religious discrimination, implicit, even explicit, in what the judge said when he sentenced you to this outrageously long, essentially life imprisonment sentence. And so it was my honor uh, to help achieve justice. And I consider it, you know, one of the achievements of my life to have saved you from unjust imprisonment for so many years. So thank you for giving me the honor and the mitzvah, as we say, the, the great deed of being able to help undo an injustice. I'm sure, I, I'm sure you, you have been a part of many miracles, but this was a miracle when you walked into that prison and the, the, there's, the, the, my book, I was wrong. This is the book from about prison and about my life. 
read every word. You know, it's a brilliant book. And I used to assign it to my students in criminal law because you were so honest in describing what happened, uh, both outside of prison and inside of prison. I think that book will go down in history as one of the great prison memoirs, along with, you know, so many other uh, people, Martin Luther King and his letter to the ministers and so many other books. But yours ranks uh, among them as a great and honest description of, of what happened. I, I'm just shocked that you read I did. This book, because it's 700 pages. It is a, <laughs> it, it, it's a fat book. <laughs> it's a 700 good book. Um, it was sent to me, um, autographed, and I put everything down and I, I read it. And uh, I learned a lot from it because, you know, I knew a lot about the case, but I didn't know a lot about you and your background and what happened to you when you were inside. And so it was a very, very revealing book. And as I say, I recommended it to my students. Wow. Oh, thank That's you so amazing. much. You're, you're 19 pages in this book. Your your name is mentioned on 19 pages, and it's in and about it. And if you haven't read the book, I hope some you might. It's not available anymore except through us. We have, I think I have in my uh, warehouse. So two, you're saying I think I have 2,000 copies of this book that we put aside. Yes. If you haven't read this book, it. As, as Professor Alan Dershowitz just said, it's one of the great books of all time. And, and you should get it. I'm, I'm going to ask. <laughs> here's, here's the deal. You've got to read both books at the same time. You've got to read my book and your book. That's and, right. And you'll see the clarity. Because I could have entitled the book Get Baker. Uh, there yeah. were great efforts to try to target you and get you. And so my book Get Trump has some bearing and relationship to the improper efforts to target you and sentence you essentially to life imprisonment. So uh, get get Trump and, and, and your book together make for very interesting reading. That's why, Jim, you know, honey, this is the whole thing about, you know, our pre President Trump is that the thing is, is that you understand what he has been going through since the 80s. You, you know, the, the, the different uh, three-letter um, people, they would come, and they came after you the same way they've come after Trump. You and know, it was after, you know, you won my case in prison. We'll talk about it in a minute. But because, you know, I was the appeal board, I went before them, they granted my parole, right. the parole board, and yeah. they granted the parole, and I, I, but they wouldn't let me out. I stayed in prison three years more after, and even the warden thought after you won the case that they were going to let me go, yeah. but Washington just held on to me. But I don't know, Alan, if you know, and I didn't mean to get into this right now, but when I was re released from prison, I, there was another trial, a civil trial. And uh, I won that trial. Yeah. Thanks to you and thanks to... You want to, you want to hear something interesting? You know, the Bible, uh, the, the Jewish Bible, the Old Testament, has only two rules for judges. Two rules for judges. One, obviously, don't take bribes. But the yeah. other one is equally important. In the original Hebrew, it's lo 
takir panim, do not recognize faces. Do not do justice based on targeting people. Always wear those blindfolds that don't allow you to know who the person is. Do justice equally. That comes from the Bible. And I live by those words. And those words appeared in the portion of the Bible that came out on my birthday, my bar mitzvah. 13-year-old Jewish boys read from the Torah, the portion of the week that relates to the week they were born. And ironically, maybe not ironically, but, but meaningfully, the portion I read, which is called Judges, has in it both justice, justice must you pursue, and do not recognize faces. And I've lived by those standards from the day of my bar mitzvah, which is now 71 years ago. Wow, oh, wow. that's awesome. That's excellent, actually. I like so many things I want to talk about today, but you, you brought up this subject about Trump, and, you know, most people don't realize that, you know, I had the second trial, and in the second trial, basically, they showed the jury the video that the FBI had edited from my shows. And right. what the FBI did, they took my TV shows and they made me say things that I didn't say. And it was horrible. And so when the jury saw it, they voted unanimously that I wasn't guilty. But I, I was going to ask you, what do you feel... What's going on with the FBI? You know, they're, they're trying to get Trump, and most people don't realize, in fact, uh, the book uh, that one of the law professors wrote about me, get to, you know, to a miscarriage of justice, the jurors were, you know, interviewed, and they said they didn't even know why, why I went to prison. They didn't know, but they felt that since all these government agencies were after me, that I had to be guilty of something. Well, that's that's what many people think. You know, uh, CNN uh, doctored a tape of mine. I argued on the floor of the Senate for President Trump, and I said, if he committed any crime, did anything illegal, did anything unlawful, did anything corrupt, he could be uh, impeached. But if he didn't do any of those things, if he didn't commit any illegality, anything corrupt, then he couldn't be impeached. And CNN doctored the tape and had me say he couldn't be impeached even if he committed crimes, even if he committed murder, even if he committed bribery. They actually doctored the tape and edited out the key words, and that's now the subject of a lawsuit. So when you watch CNN, be very careful, because they doctor, they edit. Uh, that's true of many media today, which is why the trial of Donald Trump should be on television. Yeah, Everybody should be able to see for themselves. We shouldn't yeah. have to know the facts of the case through the prism of the New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, or any of the other media which is determined to convict Trump regardless of the evidence. That's why I entitled my book, Get Trump. It's a goal, it's the determination uh, of, of those people to prevent him from running for president. Look, I'm not a Trump supporter politically. I'm a, I'm a liberal Democrat, and I voted for Biden and Hillary Clinton, and I plan to vote for a Democrat next time around. My politics are irrelevant. Uh, my religion is irrelevant. What's relevant is the Constitution and justice. I, I wear a tie 
which has the Bill of Rights on it, because I care deeply yeah. about the First Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Sixth Amendment. And those are being ignored today in an effort to get Trump, just like they were ignored in the effort to get Baker. Wow. That's exactly mm. right. You know, wow. most people in America heard about my case because it was in every newspaper. They said I had I was had more press than than just the only one more press than me was the president of the United States. And so the people today still believe that I did some other things that I honestly didn't do. But we lost a ministry. It was a four square mile land and, and unbelievable property. And it was worth over a billion dollars. And they stole it from me back then and put me in prison. And they did, they're doing the same thing to Donald Trump. And I understand it like probably nobody else understands it. But, well, I want to get on, but do you, I'd like to, I, this is a kind of a crazy question, but why did you take my case? Why, you know, you probably didn't know who I was that much, but is it true you read about my case in the New Yorker magazine? Somebody told me that was, that you said that New Yorker said I wasn't getting a fair trial, and that's how you contacted me. I read about your case in a lot of media. I was contacted, actually, by somebody on your behalf. Um, after I indicated that I thought the uh, trial and the sentence uh, was unfair. Remember, I grew up as a Jewish kid in Brooklyn. I was first in my class in law school. I was editor-in-chief of the Yale Law Journal. I was a Supreme Court law clerk, and yet I got turned down by 32 out of 32 Wall Street firms just because I was Jewish. Oh. And I understand religious discrimination. And when I read what the judge said in your case, I said to myself, that's the kind of religious discrimination that I suffered. We're of different religious faiths and backgrounds, but that doesn't matter. As George Washington wrote to the congregation in Newport, in America, all faiths are equal. And we do not believe in bigotry. To bigotry, we will give no sanction, Washington said. And so when I read the judge's remarks in sentencing you, I said to myself, there but for the grace of God go I. Uh, anybody could be the subject of religious discrimination. And that's why I decided to, to take the case. Wow. Amazing. The judge in my case was known as uh, Maximum Bob. And uh, wasn't it unusual? You got the judge. Actually, you got him thrown off my case. You not only right. overturned my case, but you got the judge thrown <laughs> off the case. Because I knew that if the judge were resentencing you, he'd e express the same bigotry. You know, he said something like, those of us who have a real religion, uh, as if to negate your own deep faith in God and in religion. And it was so obvious and extreme that the Fourth Circuit, which is a very conservative court, very rarely reversed criminal convictions or sentences. But I remember when I argued the case in front of them and I quoted those words, from the judge, those of us who have a real religion, I could see the judges sit back and say, oh my God, that's not what a judge, a federal judge should be saying uh, in regard to a criminal defendant. 
uh, a man standing before him for sentencing. That's the most sacred task a judge can have is fairly sentencing someone. And he didn't fairly sentence you. And that's why we won the case. Wow. Amazing. It was it was a state of shock when the judge said I was going to prison for 45 years. Uh. And uh, I, I mentioned it. I don't mean to be pushing books because there's this book's not even available. Yeah. This miscarriage of, of justice book. But, it, you know, that I was given such a long trial and a long, long sentence, sentence, sentence and not even, uh, uh, you know, murderers, some of them get off less than 45 years. And then w when I read the book, Miscarriage of Justice, about me, he, this, this man had interviewed every juror and every member of the jury says, we don't know what he was guilty of, but we know he must be guilty of something because all the government agencies was after him. And so uh, this sentence that you got reduced was, uh, you had said something that it was a wonderful victory, not only for Jim Baker, but for religious tolerance. Yeah. And is that right? Do you remember that? I do. I remember it very well. I remember coming down. Uh, there were enormous crowds in front of the courthouse. Yes. Uh, some people supporting you, some people not supporting you. Uh, this was a case that was tried both in court and in the court of public opinion. And there were, you know, split verdicts in the court of public opinion. But I think we ultimately persuaded the court of public opinion that the sentence in this case was motivated by religious bigotry. I was hoping, hoping at that time that I would get out of prison. The judge would not allow the jury to go see the, the what I had built. Heritage. Mm -hmm. yeah. Heritage USA. Yes. We had 500 campsites, beautiful, another hotel, it was completed, mm -hmm. and I had a tower, 22 stories tall, that was 90 days from completion. But that judge would not yeah. let, let the jury go out. Do you believe, just since we talked about all these things, you talk about the, the FBI, you talk about get Trump, do you believe that the FBI can be fixed? Can there, is there hope to change the FBI and to... to to write what they're, they, some of the things they've been doing. Absolutely. Look, I've worked with the FBI a lot. I've worked with a lot of agents. Some of them are the most wonderful people imaginable. I had a threat in my life a few years ago from a neo-Nazi who threatened to kill me. And so two FBI agents were assigned to me. They followed me all over. They went to my classes. They went to basketball games with me. They had dinner with me. Uh, I love FBI agents, the ones that are good and honest, and 99% of them are. There is a leadership problem, and that can be fixed. But fortunately, the institution itself is very healthy. You just have to make sure that no bias, no political favoritism is ever shown by any FBI agent, and certainly not by leaders. But I think it's capable of being fixed. I'm optimistic about it. Tell me about your book, Get Trump. What is what? What do you think? Is is he going to go to jail? Do you think? What 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 is the? 
hardest piece of evidence for Trump to overcome, do you think? The hardest piece of evidence comes from his own mouth. You know, there's a, uh, a plaque that some people have in their homes. It has a stuffed fish that was caught. And on the bottom it says, I'd still be swimming if I had only kept my mouth shut. And Trump's problem is that he spoke too much. Uh, he spoke to a writer, waved a piece of paper in front of him, and said, see, I could have class declassified this when I was president, but I can't declassify it now. It's secret. That's going to be a very, very hard piece of evidence for him to overcome. Also, some of the statements he made to his lawyers, I think those statements should not be admissible. I think lawyer-client privilege should apply to them. So he has to overcome evidence. This is a stronger case than the case in New York, which is the weakest possible case. But I don't know whether he'll be able to overcome it or not. And if he can, he'll be acquitted or there'll be a hung jury. If he's convicted, I don't believe he'll get a jail sentence because that would be direct interference with a presidential election. A president can run even if he's been convicted of a crime, even if he's serving prison. A president can run. It's never happened. It probably never will happen. But um, it, the, trying a man who's running for president creates tremendous complications, and it shouldn't happen unless it's an open and shut, slam dunk case. And this is not that. What is Project 65, and how is it preventing the president from President Trump from getting a fair trial? It's one of the worst uh, groups in American history. It's uh, based on McCarthyism and kind of fascism. Um, what it is is it's a group of hard, hard, hard left, intolerant lawyers uh, who have threatened to go after the bar licenses of any lawyer who represents Trump. And so I offered to represent free any lawyer who is threatened with disbarment by Project 65. So immediately Project 65 filed the bar complaint against me uh, on utterly unfounded uh, charges. And so now I'm fighting not only for other people against Project 65, but for my own um, integrity. I did nothing wrong, obviously, but they just came after me because I had offered to represent people who they try to disbar for having defended Donald Trump. So it's a horrible group of people, and people should understand that and should not take seriously any charges that they bring, because they're all based on on admittedly partisan political uh, considerations. You get lawyers on the left who have done some of the worst things in the world, and Project 65 doesn't go after them. I'll give you an example. Two lawyers from New York threw Molotov cocktails, Molotov cocktails into a police car. As far as I know, Project 65 hasn't come after them, but you represent Donald Trump, and they're coming after you. It's a terrible, terrible group. Do you agree with Mark Levin that the left wants President Trump to die in prison? I think that the many, many on the left want to make sure he doesn't have a service president, no matter what it takes, no matter what it takes. And that's what Get Trump's all about. It's people on the left who are prepared to surrender constitutional rights, to surrender the Bill of Rights, to give up the Bill of Rights, to do anything that's necessary to prevent Trump from being president, including spending the rest of his life in prison. 
That's why, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, a liberal or conservative, pro-Trump or anti-Trump, we have to fight against this mentality of get Trump, because today it's Trump, tomorrow it's Baker, day after tomorrow it's Dershowitz, after that it's your cousin, your uncle, your niece. Uh, if we allow these precedents to be established, it really diminishes all of our liberties. That's why we have to, we have to fight back under the Constitution. Thank you, Professor. You are not only a friend of freedom and justice, you're a friend of Israel, do yeah. you see the similarity in America and Israel and the right and the left? And they, they seem to have some of the same problems that we have in the United States. Yeah, in fact, I'm writing a book about that now. I just came back from Israel a few months ago where I met with Prime Minister Netanyahu, who's been an old friend of mine since 1973. I met with the president of Israel, Isaac Herzog, who's been a good friend. I met with the former chief justice of Israel and many, many other people. And Israel's going through similar concerns that the United States is, uh, a very sharp division between left and right, uh, an effort to get Netanyahu, which I think is uh, improper, and uh, a controversy over judicial reform, reasonable controversy. People can have two views on that. But look, America and Israel are, are twins when it comes to civil rights, civil liberties, human rights, religious freedom all of those things. Uh, there's no two countries in the world which have closer uh, uh, moral relationships and relationships of every kind. Israel and the United States work together militarily on intelligence. And Israel's just celebrated its 75th birthday, and no country in the history of the world, none, have accomplished so much and contributed so much to the world in the first 75 years of its existence. Obviously, the United States has contributed much more in the many years of its existence. But in the first 75 years, we you know, still had slavery. We had a lot of things. Um, and Israel, in 75 years, has done so much for the world. And I wish the world would recognize it more instead of doing what the UN does. The United Nations, Israel has been condemned more than all the rest of the countries of the world combined. And if that's not anti-Semitism and bigotry, I don't know what is. And thank God for Christians, um, people who are deeply religious Christians uh, have been so supportive of Israel, uh, both on political and religious and moral grounds. And I think those of us who support Israel uh, want to extend a real thank you to evangelical Christians, to Christians of all kind, um, and uh, other groups that have defended and supported Israel. And so please keep doing it. Well, yes. We sure are. We are proud to be friends of Israel, and we're yeah. so proud to have you on the show today, and thank you for coming by, and hope you can come back again. I we... would love to, to renew our acquaintance, and let's do justice together. Yes. Yes. Oh, that'd be great. Everybody, be sure to get the book, Get Trump. This is a powerful book, and if you understand that Alan Dershowitz is a Friend of truth Amen. and justice right. for all. That's right. And if so. I may say, I know you have to go, Professor, but if I may say thank you from the bottom of my heart because of you, you because of you and your great mind that you were able to, you saw Jim's case, you, you saw that it was a, really a miscarriage of justice. There was no justice in and, it. Uh, can I, and, I, I want to say right. this, too. 
because he's going to leave right now. I know. But I want to say thank you because I, 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 I know you, I'll probably embarrass him by saying this, but Alan Dershowitz did not charge me one penny for coming. Mm. I was in prison. Amen. I was hopeless. They had taken everything from me. That's right. I mean, I, had, I didn't have a penny. They took my home. They took my, everything I had. Yes. The government did and all. And so Alan Dershowitz came and said, I want to defend you because you did not get a fair trial. Thank you. And I want to thank you mm -hmm. because I was penniless and homeless, but you stepped in. And I want to tell the world that you're yes. one of the greatest men on this earth, the you great, really great man of freedom. Thank Amen. you so much. Yes. God bless you. I am you. embarrassed, but thank you so much. I appreciate it. Be well. And be strong and keep fighting for justice. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. We're thank praying you. for you. Give him a great big welcome. And thank you. <laughs> Alan Dershowitz. Wow. America's great law professor. Yeah. Truly one of the greats. Because of all he time. believes in justice. And that's what the Bible talks about is justice. And it, it's very, very, very important to God. And if, if, if he would have, you know, if I could have met him sooner, I don't believe I ever would have went to prison because he would have been able to get the truth out. Absolutely. But my case was complicated as this, the cases against Donald Trump are complicated because when it gets into law and legal and all those things, it's insanity what goes on. Right. And you've got to believe in truth. Yes. yes not in hype and all the things that are going on today. And uh, you can get, get Trump book, probably any, any bookstore. Yeah. Oh, yes. Sure, oh, yes. I literally ordered, the minute it came out, I ordered it, and it was at my house the next day. I was so excited. Get Trump. I do yes. want to say this, because this book, there's only in, I'd say, what, two, Nana, you are yes. now, Marcella. Is there about 2,000 of these books right, left? Right, correct, yes. And this, this is, I, as I was getting prepared for this show, I was reading about Alan in my book. And there's 19 pages, I believe, yes. that his name is mentioned. And then there's several pages where it goes into details about him coming to, to rescue me, really. And that's why I've always told people that two Jews rescued me from prison. That's right. Alan Dershowitz and Jesus. Amen. That's right. And uh, Alan is truly a man who believes in truth and justice. Yes. Absolutely. You understand that, Mondo? Absolutely. Listen, the Bible says, for the Lord loves justice. Amen. He will yes, not he forsake does. his saints. Yes. They are preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. I love that God chooses the most unlikely person right. to come and fight for you. Right. I always say this, that be careful who walks into your crisis because they will make a difference for you. Yeah. But when you have a crisis and when God chooses to pick someone that is unlikely right. to walk in and fight for your case right. and do justice, yes. the Bible says that greater is he that is in you. Oh, we can preach from that, but I yeah. want to say something. This book, to me, is just like Professor said, one of the greatest books I can't believe that has ever he, written. To I, be I able forgot. To give he us an told insight. me after it came out, 
that he gives this he would give this book to every one of his blue collar <laughs> uh, men who were going to a prison and because he said this book is I hate to say this because it sounds like I'm a brain, but he said it was the greatest book ever for someone of how to get through prison. Right. And this is my story of prison. Yeah. It's my story before prison, how we got there, what happened. And then Alan Dershowitz stories in there. And there, this book's not right. going to be published. Yeah. It's, not, it's not published anymore. Mm -hmm. It's over. And uh, it's, it's, it was, we wrote it right after prison. And if you want to get one of the last copies, we need help this month. We're asking for a miracle. We're believing that God is going to help yes. us to meet all the financial needs of this ministry, that we be able to stay on the air mm -hmm. and to go. I'm, I'm calling it the new PTL, that we're going to go into new areas of broadcasting right. that are now yeah. for these last days. So. I'm asking for people that will just say, you're not buying a book. You're just going to say, Jim, I want to give $100, and I'll call it the Victory Club because we need victory. Yes. And uh, so there's only a, about 2,000 of this book left, and we put them away. Okay, we haven't even so, been offering them. So big news, big news, big news. Okay, so Maricela just said that you are going to autograph yes, we, each book. I am. I'm going to sign. I want your name. I want to put your name in it. I want to write it myself. I'm oh. going to write a note to you. I want to say thank you. But the enemy has come for me so many times. And three years ago when I had the stroke, he came and just almost brought us down. I was in the hospital, then I was at home in bed for the last three years, and they took, right at the beginning, it cost $20 million. But you know, most people don't realize what happened back where this story was written, what happened. We had the, one of the largest television ministries at in the world. Some say it was the largest. We were on four square miles of property. Right. And millions of people came. Yes. The traffic was backed up at times for miles, 20, 30 miles long, bumper to bumper, coming into Heritage USA. Well, and I know kids Mondo, came, families came. I know Mondo's read every word, and I heard Alan Dirtwich. He said, "I read every word of the book. I've read every word of the book. It, it, it's it's it, it's mind blowing." Let me say this: I I vowed not to defend myself. I've tried not to. And as I'm getting older, I see more clearly what happened and I hate to leave my children with a legacy that I went to prison and I want to tell you I did not commit a crime and the, actually the government said I didn't commit a crime but they felt I, they said in the, the letter they wrote back to me when I was in prison asking for parole 
They said, we don't believe you intended to build enough rooms. Right. Unless, and, but yet, everybody almost always got in. It, it, some, like in the summer months, they were, we were packed almost 100% full. But we were building. We had 500 more rooms within 90 days, mind you. You've never seen that, have you? That big I tower? Did. Yeah, I, we did. I, that tower still... I went all the way I don't want to tell you something top. about that tower. <laughs> yes, 22. That 22 tower... Story. Tower. ...has never been completed, and, and Rick Joyner has that place. I, I prayed that he would get it. He got Heritage, and he bought it out of the... Mm -hmm. from different ones that had bought it during the bankruptcy. And... The government still will not give him a permit to finish that tower, which we started, what, 35 years ago, probably. Right. Mm -hmm. mm. That's how wicked it is. Yeah. And so our ministry that was taken from us was valued at probably $1 billion, with a B, not million, billion, dollar, dollar. And that and was, was back in satellites. the 80s. And, I mean, and we had think the satellite about that. going all over the world. And we were on TV in almost every city in America and all around the world. And I was left penniless. And that's why I was in prison for 45 years then. They put, got me put away. And I had no money. So when Alan Dozier was he didn't charge me a penny to represent me. Wow. He, and I'm sure he gets paid large fees because he's one of the great lawyers of the world but he said i was not given a fair trial so he came yeah. to represent me free of charge and won the case but uh, and i left prison i was homeless i was penniless yes and franklin graham franklin graham actually signed up that he would be my sponsor to get out of prison. Wow. Because and you had to go to halfway house, you know, as and, many and prisoners. I, and understand. I tell you, that's why I still, I mean, Samaritan's Purse, yes. I've seen it, because I, I, I worked for Samaritan's yes, Purse. Yes, you did. And yes. they do so many yes. wonderful oh, things. Oh, yeah. They rebuild equipment for, oh, everything. for hospitals do. around yeah. the world. They do. And so... God rescued me. Yes, he did. Amen. That's what I want to tell you today. When it seems really at the, the, the it's just so dark. Yeah. And it was dark. Prison is a dark place. But God delivered me. God even sent one of the greatest lawyers of all times, Alan Dershowitz, yes. to plead my case. You, you have read to. It, it's in this book. It, it is. Detail, and the details in this book. I've, I've been reading it this week to get ready for today because I was reading about Dershowitz, but I was reading another part. Man, I told too much in this book. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great history of the church, the modern television church, how it was birthed, the miracles. It's not just the prison story. It's the yes. miracle after miracle. That's right. And this is your history. When I read this, Dad, I got to tell you, I felt like this was my history of the church, the modern church in this era that we're in right now. And I can tell you that it made me so proud of you. And I want to tell you, there's no shame. You are one of the strongest, most faithful, 
most dedicated men I've ever met in my life. One of the greatest men that has faith in God like I've never witnessed personally in my life. And I got to tell you, this book is for you. If you've been broken, if you've been in prison, if you feel like you lost it all, you lost your reputation, you lost your ministry, you are on the verge of losing control of your life, get a hold of this book. Because I believe that God has a miracle in your life. That God is going to send someone to make justice for you. But the Bible says faith without works is dead. The work is you got to get the book, read the book, and let God do his part. When begin to see the miracle after miracle of Christian television that was birthed out of nothing. Yet today we are sitting on this program because of the miracle that this man said yes to God and received the miracle of a man that was the most unlikely person. I'm sure if you're religious, you would have expected an Assembly of God lawyer to walk in or a Southern Baptist lawyer or some denominational lawyer. Yet what God chooses for him to get the glory, it is much different than what we think. Yes. If I was you, you I would get a book how, right you now. You never know how God's going to rescue you. That's right. Yes. But God's got a miracle for you, just like he had a miracle for me. And it was impossible. It's it's like what they've they've done to Trump. And I was, I I hate to say I was the first, but I I believe I was. I really believe that I was one of the first persons that the whole government basically said, we want to get we not get Trump. We want to get Baker. And because the first we, they said the they media. wanted a preacher. They wanted to preach because they wanted to send a signal out that the church should shut its mouth. The church was too powerful. And they said, and, and, and I leaders from Washington would come up to me after I got out of prison and say, Jim, they were afraid of you. You helped. Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan become president. And I did. I was a good friend with Ronald Reagan. I went to his home. I got all the leaders in the Christian world to stand with him. Yeah. And and I worked hard at it. Mm-hmm. And they wanted me in prison because of that. Because they don't like those people who are conservative. And and so we are in a day where mm. Jesus is hated. And I'm seeing so many things. Yeah. I, 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 the news today in Utah, they took yes. the Bible out of school libraries right. in Utah last yes. month. The day they passed a new law to put the Bibles back in, mm. to the, which I'm so thankful for. But that's what's, what's going on. There's a group of people a big group that want to destroy the Bible. They want to destroy the word of the Lord. Right. And one of the first, you know, people that they came for was Jim Baker. And I hate right. to say this, but this is the first time Alan Dershowitz has been on my show. The first time I've talked to him in 32 years, I guess it is. And he was sent by God. Yes, he was. And it went... When hope was gone, even most preachers didn't want anything to do because they didn't know what to do. They were afraid because 
the government wants them. He's, he's been in jail. I'm, I still have the stigma of being a prisoner. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Forgive me, this is difficult for me today. It's very difficult to talk about these things. But I'm, I'm concerned that the church people in America don't understand what we're up against. And it's time to not be ashamed of the gospel. Amen. It's time to stand up. Yes. And, you know, and in at the end of Trump's unity, book, in unity. he says that to love your neighbor as yourself. That, that's one of the quotes he does in the in end yes. of his book. Here's a man who is Jewish, but he loves his neighbor as himself. Yes. And he loved Jim Baker. I mean, he, he, he was in my prison cell. He came into my prison. Amazing. I never met the man. I didn't ask him. I didn't get on the phone and say, please come and help me. He came because he heard I had not gotten a fair trial. Right. And you heard the man say it with his own lips. And this is the first interview I've ever done with him. And I was very nervous. <laughs> and I'm still nervous. <laughs> and it, because, you know, it's like interviewing Moses or something. You know, he's just, <laughs> but I, I just want you to know what God has done. Yes. And we're up against it again. We, we had them three years ago. The, the, the group on the left, the Antichrist people, they came for our ministry. They got the, the courts. They, they went to different states, got them to, you know, file lawsuits against us. They took $1 billion of ministry. But more than that, they took the lifetime membership, everything that belonged to the people. Right. It didn't belong to me. It belonged to the people. Right. But what they did, they're the ones who took the ministry away from the people. And that's what the, my grandpa Irwin used to say, the devil's so mean, he knocks you down and then he kicks you for falling. Hmm. And that's what the devil does today. That's right. And we're living in the most difficult, evil time. America has ever seen. Yeah, that's right. And we have got to come back to God. Amen. We've got to have the, we must have the power of the living God. Yes. We must have the Holy Spirit in our lives. Yeah. And I'm begging church people to turn back to God because America is in trouble. And, uh, do you want to roll that piece that we didn't get to roll with uh, Mark Levin. from Mark Levin? Let's just roll that. Control me that because we were going to roll and have 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 um, Alan talk about it. But uh, let's roll that piece from Mark Levin. Well, by now you've heard a lot about this. This is the indictment, the various charges against President Trump. This is election interference of the worst kind. The Democrat Party does not want to lose power. It wants to be the only party in this country that has power. Whether it's trying to stuff the Supreme Court with ideologues, whether it's trying to stuff the Senate with four more Democrat senators, whether it's trying to destroy the Electoral College so basically 14 blue states control popular votes in the elections, whether it's open borders and non-citizens, obviously aliens coming into this country by the millions, 
undermining this country every step of the way, brainwashing our children to hate America, going after parents who stand up for America and their students and their kids, going after pro-lifers who say enough of this weird form of eugenics that the Democrats have embraced for 100 years, uh, abortion on demand, pushing racism, and all the rest. This fits into this. The very same actors, the very same bureaucracies are at it again, interfering with the election. And should they succeed in convicting Donald Trump of one felony, let's say it's conspiracy to obstruct, that is a 20-year sentence maximum. Donald Trump is 76 years old. That means this regime, it's a regime, this regime wants to put Donald Trump in prison, wants him to die in federal prison. And don't tell me there's no coordination between the Democrat DA in Atlanta and the Democrat DA in Manhattan and the Democrat Attorney General in New York. It's one phony allegation after another after another. The twisting of law, the rejection of president, the undermining of tradition, that is exactly what's taking place. This is a war on Trump, but even bigger. It is a war on the Republican Party. It is a war on the Republic. Wow. Wow. This is what we're facing, people. And when these things all happen, it's going to be too late to get right. We're gonna, we're, we need to be right with God. Yes. Yes. We can stop. America from being destroyed, I believe, if we'll turn back to God. Yes. But America has mocked God. Yes, and God cannot be not mocked. Absolutely not. And it's he time will not be mocked. for God's people to go back to God, to come to church, to come together with God's people. And I, our ministry is in a very difficult time financially. And I don't want you to feel sorry for me. God's going to take care of me. I'm old enough to go to heaven, and God's going to take care of me. But I need your help. If you want to keep us on the air, if you, you believe in what we're saying, if you want someone like me to teach the revelation, to teach the message of the last days, I need you to call right now, toll free, one eight 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 nine eight eight one five eight eight, and just say I want to give. And if you if you'd like to get the book for your library, maybe you already have one of my books. But get a, this this special one that I'm going to personally sign to you. I'm going to take time to write it. And there's only two thousand of these left, and we have them in stock. So you can just call us. And if you will give that $100 gift, yes. Yes. we'll ship that right out to you. And you know, honey, another great thing to do is to become a partner with this yes. ministry. Right, yes. Jenna? Yes, to, that's right, a monthly partner. Mm -hmm. There's been so many who have joined us. You know, you've, you've stood with us, you stand with us. And that was one of the big things is, you know, when we restructured and went through everything that we went through, 
you know, all the people that have joined on a monthly basis, which right. is truly the lifeline to help this ministry continue to broadcast. You know, we're rebuilding that now. And so we want to thank every partner who's given, yes. every partner who has joined, thank who you. continues to say every week we see new ones adding and saying, we're standing with you. We're praying for this ministry. We believe in the message and the mandate that for the voice of the prophets that we are bringing every day. And so you can join us by giving that monthly giving. You know, Dad, you mentioned a couple days ago whether you could do $10 a month, $15 a month, $30 a month. You know, that's a dollar a day, the $50 a month or $100, whatever it is that we could do. That's the thing that I love is that when the body of Christ comes together yeah. and when we do what we can, then I believe that God will take that. Yes. He honors us giving what we can unto him. Right. And so you can call that toll-free number, 1-888-988-1588, and become a partner. Become a partner. And you said it, Dad. It's like, you know, we're excited. I look at the future, and I'm like, Lord, there are creative and new ways of broadcasting that are affordable, that the ministry is that we're going into through the Roku, through the Apple TV, video on demand. There's different ways that you could also watch the broadcast to help stand with us, to help support the ministry. And so we're expanding. When you talk about expansion, there are new ways that we're expanding to help this ministry continue to stay on the air. Yes. We appreciate it so much. And we've been talking even about those who say, well, I just don't have much of a budget, but you could give $10 yes. a month. That, that was how Christian television started, right. with $10 a month giving. That's right. And the miracle started. Yes. And let's continue the miracle. Amen. 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 I want to thank you for being faithful. I want to thank you. I need your support today more than ever in our life. And God is delivered me over the past yes he has. and i believe he's going to deliver me today amen when we face onslaught the devil is mean the devil's not a good devil he's a mean devil but greater is he that's in us amen. than he that's in the world turn your life to jesus yes he's the only hope in these last days ask Jesus to come into your heart if you don't know him today. Ask him to forgive you of all your sins. Yes. He will forgive you. Cleanse you from all, all unrighteousness. You know, we're living an hour where people don't forgive anymore. Right. Wow. Cancel culture is what is going on. Jesus canceled cancel culture yes amen jesus cancels our sins Thank you, Lord. and he says i don't i'm not going to remember them so right now make sure your heart's right with god yes get ready for heaven and god is going to deliver you and i'm praying for your family today that god is going yes. to save every yes. member yes. of your family yes we agree before it's too late and yes. take them to heaven one day in jesus name we love you so much i want to thank you that have stood with me and we're going to we're doing everything in our power to get caught up with all of our bills with, with all of our the, the 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 gifts that we need to send out that have, have been held out we're, we're just doing everything to be honorable in all that we do but i need you to stand with me today please 
call me right now before you forget about it. 1-888-988-1588. That's a toll-free number. Do what you can. Some of you could maybe do a big gift today and help me make it through these difficult times. Remember that God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. Thank you for watching today's program. Will you pray about standing with us by calling 1-888-988-1588? That number again is 1-888-988-1588. Or you can connect with us on our website at www.jimbakershow.com. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Stand with us as we continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I want to thank you for watching The Jim Baker Show today. We want to encourage you to stand with us. If you want to support a message of the last days, we bring great men and women of God, the prophets of God, to this program every day. We need to stay on the air till Jesus comes. I need your support today. That monthly giving will keep us on the air. Times are tough, but God's people can make anything happen. With God in, in unity, we can bring miracles to pass. A dollar a day, many are joining that club right now. We also have the Jubilee Club at $50 a month. And then we have my club, the President's Club, at $100 a month. I need your support. Pray about becoming a monthly partner. We are totally in the last days, but we must keep the message of the gospel going forth. We need your support. And I pray that if you have the ability today to give a one-time gift to keep the devil away and to meet our budget this month, we need help desperately. I'm going to personally, for my Social Security, I'm going to give a $1,000 gift today to the ministry. And I hope someone will join with me and give that one-time gift as well. But these monthlies will keep us going till Jesus comes if you'll just do that. So call me right now, 1-888-988-1588. Remember that God loves you. He really does. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye.